Hi friends, welcome back to another podcast episode of Better Things. My name is Yvette, thank you for listening. Um, hmm. I've had a recent experience um, that has kind of led me to this thought process of just thinking about freedom and choices and how I feel like how caught up we can get sometimes with like really wanting and desiring something and not taking into account who Jesus is in the experience but let me explain okay so as y'all know this is a relationship podcast and I've talked about my desire for a relationship on this podcast there are moments where are they're not my best moments but definitely moments where I am like overwhelmed and like consumed with the idea, with the thought, the the thought process of having a relationship. Um, and it's something that I've recognized that I have kind of like idolized um, and I've put before God many times, especially in the past. And so now um, this year, something that I verbally said to God, um, which is a big step, <laughs> was laying down my... Um, desire for a relationship at his feet and um, allowing him to control that aspect of my life an aspect that I had held so tightly onto for such a long time Um, and I'm just allowing him to guide me Um, and so that's where I'm at right now and you know there are times where I get or feel really lonely and you know it doesn't mean that God is far from me. It just means that, um, you know, I'm having those feelings and they happen and they're real. Um, and also that I I feel like they're an indicator um, of me kind of leaning more into who Jesus is. Um, when I when I feel lonely or when I feel anxious, um, I take that as a sign of like, okay, Yvette, you need to lean in a little bit more. You need to pay a little bit more attention to your relationship with Christ. Um, Because I think one of the things that I fail to remember is that a lot of times the distractions in my life also make me anxious. Um, For example, I'm in school right now, I'm working, um, and so those two things can get very hectic on my plate. They can make me like stressed out if I allow them to, right? Well, once I'm focusing my eyes on my situation, right, on the things that I'm currently dealing with, um, it kind of it takes my eyes off of my relationship with Christ and then it also allows my mind to wander towards things that haven't happened for me yet. So it's like, I'm in school and this paper is really hard and I don't understand why I'm still dealing with this. And, you know, all I've wanted in life is, um, you know, just to to kind of get past this point, to, to um, you know, be in my career, to be married, to have children, whatever. Like y'all, y'all see, I hope y'all see where I'm kind of going. So it allows my mind to wander Um, and I'm not like renewing my mind at that point, but anyway, um, that's where I've fallen in like the past week or so. Um, and I noticed like my intake of social media was like, it just felt like an all time high. I'm sure it wasn't like the most, but it just has felt like I've been 
like over consuming on TikTok, on Instagram, um, you know, just everywhere that I could get media from, I was over consuming and I wasn't like releasing any of that. I wasn't kind of allowing any of that to flow out. I was just taking all of this stuff in. Um, and I also wasn't spending any time really with, with Jesus except, except for like Sundays. And, you know, I was praying like here and there, but it wasn't really like opening up my Bible to read, um, making it purposeful, you know, um, you know, talking to God purposefully praying, like things like that, that, um, really help my relationship with Christ. So anyway, um, yeah, that's how I was feeling this past week. And I was just like at a loss for words, but like Friday, I was just like, I'm a crier. I cry about everything. Not going to lie. Um, whether it's good or bad. So, you know, crying is also a release for me. It feels great, but, um, there are, are times when I cry, when I feel like I'm stuck, like in a box. I don't know if anybody else can relate, but it's just like you cry and cry and cry. And it's like, the more you cry, the more you recognize that this thing is not getting better. Like it's nothing's happening except for the fact that I'm crying. Um, so it was one of those type of cries where I was like, I'm crying and there's literally nothing I can do to make this situation change. So I'm going to cry some more. Um, so yeah, I was crying about the fact that, you know, I'm 27, I'm not married. Um, you know, people are moving on with their lives and I am where I'm at, you know, which is not a bad place to be. It's just that, you know, comparison is really like a hindrance to growth. And so I have been comparing myself for months because I'm sitting here, whether it was consciously or subconsciously sitting here on TikTok, sitting here on Instagram, scrolling past people's social medias, like listening to them talk or, you know, looking at their content, looking at where they live, how they live, how they're having fun with their friends, the parts, the, the, um, the t spaces and time in, in life that they're at right now and c comparing it to myself, internalizing it and like essentially being like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I where I'm at and not anywhere else? So I think I came to like a boiling point on Friday and I was just like at my wit's end. I texted some of um, some people that I was I'm pretty close to and I was expecting a different response. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was I was looking for people to make me feel better about what I was going through um, and I didn't get that response. And something told me like it's not that like something told me like don't text those people looking for validation and it's not that like those people don't love me or those people don't cherish me or care about me it's just that God was trying to get me to stop trying to fix my situation by myself um and obviously I ignored him and continued to text these people and like immediately I did not get the the validation or the peace that I was looking for and I was still upset. In fact, they, I kind of texted in that, you know, and they kind of like glazed over it and it's nothing, you know, nothing against them. Like it's not there. It's not anybody's job to fix who you are. Right. Um, so then the Holy Spirit was like, okay, 
I told you not to text them, but you know who you should text, your mentor. So I texted my mentor, um, who's also like a, you know, like an older sister to me. And I texted her, I was just like, this is what's going on. I feel like I'm overwhelmed. I feel like I'm, you know, supposed to be in a different part of life. I feel like I keep hitting a wall. Um, I'm trying to like submit my life to Christ, but every time, like I say, I'm going to do it, you know, or I'm sorry, I'm trying to fit, I'm trying to submit this aspect of my life to Christ, but every time I do it, I feel like I'm doing it wrong and blah, blah, blah. So I was texting her that and she was like, you know, just breathe. We'll talk tomorrow. Um, and that made me feel better, um, because there was a recognition of what I was feeling like, um, and the fact that like, okay, we will look at this holistically. We'll look at this from like a biblical standpoint and see how you're feeling. So, um, you know, I went to bed. I kind of like talked to God. Um, and I made a decision that night. I was like, I'm just going to, I need to fast social media. So I deleted my TikTok, deleted my Instagram, um, apps off my phone. And you know, it's something I do periodically, but I had been ignoring it for a while because I was like, I just wanted to see so much content. I don't know how to explain that. Um, but just like sometimes with social media, you get stuck in a rut where like you want to see more and more and more. Um, and that's where I was at. So, you know, after text texting my mentor, that's the conclusion that I feel like I came to and I was at peace with. Um, and so that's what I did the next day, Sunday. Um, so I go to church on Sunday and we're in Romans and we're in Romans chapter six. And honestly, I was not expecting the conversation to really like have anything to do specifically with my situation. Um, but I feel like God, like when he wants your attention, like he will make sure that you like know it's him. Um, and so when I was at church, we started to talk about, um, being dead to sin and alive to God, which is what Romans six is about. And Paul is, um, making these arguments, um, against, um, sinning just because we have the grace of God. And, you know, he goes on further and he lets us know, you know, um, God or Jesus died for our sin so that we could be alive in him and dead to sin. And, um, you know, the whole premise of that just started to kind of click with what I was going through. Um, and so in this specific chapter um, and in other references, you know, we've been talking about the difference between sin, the noun and sin, the verb. Um, sin, the noun is like an entity, right? Um, it's the entity that that Jesus defeated. And sin, the verb, the thing that we do as humans, because we're imperfect humans, um, and we still have, you know, a human nature, um, is something that happens in our daily lives. And it does not, um, diminish the work of Christ in our lives. Um, it just reminds us of how much grace we need, um, which is the whole point of Jesus, right? So we're reading through um, Romans 6, and I just want to read 
what we read yesterday because it kind of clicked for me and I know God was talking to me in that moment. Um, and honestly, he was talking to me like leading up to that moment. He was talking to me after I'd spoken to my mentor, I just started to notice all these little things. Um, and just like these, these thoughts that kind of came to me about who I was and was like, I knew God was speaking to me, but it wasn't like, I wasn't in the mindset to like hear or receive. It was like, he was just giving me like little words, um, to just remember about who he was. So anyway, um, Romans 617 is where it started to kind of click with me. And this is where Paul starts to get into the, like, um, they call it like the devil's advocate, you know, um, where it's like, so you know, what's the word, like affirming the other side, um, just for the sake of like further proving the argument that you're making. Right. Um, so 617 says, but thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed and having been set free from sin have become slaves of righteousness. And so we started to talk about obedience from the heart, um, and what that looks like and what that looks like in our lives and, uh, um, the consensus essentially was that, you know, it's because of like grace that we are obedient from the heart. You know, we can, you can be obedient and you can listen and do things, um, religiously, but that doesn't mean that they actually mean anything to you. It doesn't mean that you have really understood and really like, um, believe and agree with like the reasoning behind what you're doing or or even like the thing that you're doing right um and that's the whole like the whole point <coughs> when you think about um the phrasing that Paul uses slave slave of sin um if you think about that right reading those words when you think of the word slave a lot of words can come to mind um sin in in itself is separation from god right anything outside of who god is god's will um that's separation from god that's sin the noun um Right. So that is um, what Paul is talking about. Right. So you're slaves of sin. You you sin is has this hold on you. It's your master. You're obedient to sin because, you know, of our inherent nature um, as humans. Right. Um, so anyway. So so now that we have accepted Jesus and, um, you know, accepted what he did, his finished work, we've now become slaves of righteousness. Now, righteousness is our master, right? The right standing, being in right standing with Christ. That's what we allow to rule over our lives. So with that in mind, I started thinking about 
um, verse 19, it says, or I'm sorry, 18, it says, and having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I started to think about what freedom looks like. Freedom, a lot of times when we think about freedom, it's like we have all these options, right? You are free, right? You you have all these options. You're able to do whatever you want. That's how we are presented with freedom in the world, right? That's that's what we see. We have limitless, limitless options. Well, I was sitting there processing what's going on and God was showing me like, with me, with my relationship with you, Yvette, freedom is not limitless options. Freedom is me. Freedom looks like doing things my way. Because I know best. I know who you are. And also, I freed you. Like, I am freedom. Um, And so when that hit me, I started to think about the night before where I had been anxious. I had been overwhelmed. I had been stressed out. I had been upset. I had been feeling lonely. All these emotions that I had. And I felt like I was in a box, trapped. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, this is God's this is God's battle. Like this is this is for God to deal with. It's not for me to deal with. Um and so yeah, I I think that my perspective on freedom has shifted because of this particular instance, right? If you'd asked me before what I thought freedom was, I would have I would have said limitless limitless options, right? But I think through this experience God showed me that like there is one way to freedom and it is through me. And so in this instance, when you don't trust me, when you're having trouble laying down the thing that you said you would give me, you need to remember that I am freedom in this experience. I cannot tell y'all how many times I have tried to do something for myself and I felt just so overworked and the times when I let and like allow God to just do whatever he wants, it just feels so natural, so effortless. I had to recognize um, that I haven't been allowing God to do what I told him he could do this year with my love life. I'm not going to lie. It's been hard, you know. Um, have I been imperfect? For sure. Um, but I, have I been just like so laser focused? Like this is like a goal for me. I'm not perfect in this goal. But I think every time, what's different between, like, the other years and, like, this year is, like, every time I'm presented with the reminder or the opportunity to be reminded that Christ is enough in this situation, just like he's been enough in every other situation in my life, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, that's that thing that we're doing, God, where I'm laying this down 
and I'm walking away from it. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I do walk back to it. And I'm like, hey, what's your like, what's going on? Checking, peering over your shoulders, <laughs> making sure you're working on it. But it's different this time because even though I've had moments like this where it's like anxiety um, inducing or, you know, I'm stressed out, whatever. I'm quickly reminded about laying this down. And I'm really grateful because it took me a really long time to get to this place. And God has been just so gracious with allowing me to go in circles and circles and circles and finally come out of that and be here in this moment. And no, maybe I'm not exactly where I envisioned, you know, I would be at 27, but I'm not where I was two years ago. I'm not where I was three years ago. I'm definitely not where I was at 21. And if y'all haven't listened to my old episodes about like my very first breakup, it was just a hot mess, you know? Um, And I, God is just really taking his time. And I remember writing in my journal, I was like, God, um, you're definitely like not moving as fast on this as I would have expected. Um, Just to let you know, like this is, one of the biggest desires of my heart. And I was like, you know, it's tricky for me because this is something that I can easily get consumed with. And I have gotten consumed with in the past. But, you know, I don't want to make it an idol. I want you to be first in my life. And, you know, I think this reminder of just reading 17 through 19 in in Romans 6 it was really just God pointing me back to who he is and showing me like I am allowed to let this go again. Like I don't I don't have to keep trying to pick it back up. And trust me, like within the last couple of days, I've definitely tried to pick it back up by myself. Um and I was like, you know what, well, let me just like, you know, dabble here and dabble there. But the crazy thing is like I'm starting to learn how God speaks to me. Um, I'm starting to recognize it a lot quicker. And one of the ways that God speaks to me is like, I will just start speaking out the things that I want to do. It's like, yeah, I really want to do this. Like, I just, I just feel like I just really want to do this. I also have like this, like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what the word is, but I just have this peace when I know it's something that God wants me to do and it's a desire of my heart, like, and that God is like blessing that desire, like it's just so peaceful. And I keep repeating it over and over again. And so one of the things I've repeated over and over again about my love life is like the guy that I'm going to meet and marry, like he's going to be somebody who is either in my social circle or comes to my social circle. I'm going to meet him through community. And what's funny is like, because I know that um, about my future, um, when I'm trying to work and do it myself, I can tell so easily. For example, dating apps. We've talked about dating apps here before. Dating apps, there's nothing wrong with. I think dating apps are a good tool for people who are... um, you know, looking to meet people or, you know, some people really like do find their spouse or whatever on, on a dating app. I think it's a great tool. 
it's just not good for me literally for me the singular person um and i think that's just because of how i'm wired um and so i've also had the desire to like branch out in social situations and like meet people in general and like make friends in the past couple of years and i also have had battles with like social anxiety and you know i know god has like healed me in those ways and is still helping me grow in those areas and so I know God doesn't want me to shy away from social situations. I'm just putting a whole bunch of pieces together here. But anyway, me saying that is like when I know that like this is the way God wants me to do it. Um, sometimes like it's exciting for a minute, but then it gets like stressful because I'm like, OK, well, now that I know I'm looking out for it and it's, nothing's happening. Um, so then I get frustrated. And I'm like, let me just go and do it myself and so, you know, I'll try, I'll join a dating app or whatever. And it's like, yeah, maybe I get a little somewhere, but I know like in my heart of hearts, I'm just like, this is not, I'm not invested in this because I know that there's something better um, God's way. And just like, if I just wait, you know, and so like at this moment, I'm okay with being distracted with what. I'm trying to concoct over here because it doesn't look like, like, it looks like crickets on this side um, with what God was telling me to do, you know? Um, So I hope that makes sense. But yeah, so I, you know, I ended up telling my mentor, like, I just needed to be talked off the ledge. And we do sometimes, we really do just need to be talked off, talked down. Because you can talk yourself up and work yourself up to a point where you really genuinely believe um, just one perspective. And it's like, well, what if that's not the perspective that God has? Let's just consider what God says. And so I think this was just a really great reminder. Um, And I've been thinking about it. You know, Sunday was literally just yesterday, but it's been on my heart ever since like God kind of just like exposed that to me in the middle of like the church, like church service. Um, and I just felt so peaceful. And so I just want to encourage anybody else who is believing God for something, or, you know, you heard God speak a word to you, or you just know this thing is going to come to pass or you have a desire or whatever, submit it to God and leave it there is no um god is not like mad at you for you know submitting imperfectly a lot of times i think we think that we have to like submit and be like perfect but we are not a representation of perfection we're a representation of righteousness and so when we do mess up even in submission to god He still sees us as perfect, not because of us or our actions, but because Christ came and died and rose again for everything, past, present, and future. Every, um, every sin, right? So I just want to, you know, encourage y'all with that. Like, I think that's so important. And a lot of times when God shows me like a revelation or whatever, I'll think about it. I'm like, wow, that's so profound. And at the same time, Like, it's so simple. Like, it's such a simple answer in the best way to, like, the the complex problem that I'm having. 
but that's who Jesus was, right? We think about even Jesus like walking the earth. He didn't need all of these, you know, things around him. He he you know, he was with his disciples. He was a carpenter. He lived a simple life, right? His answers were simple and complex at the same time. So it's just like, that's who Jesus is consistently. And it's like, it just, I think, soothes me to know that my creator, my father, my savior loves me so much that he is willing to show me himself over and over and over and over again. And he's willing and, and able and ready to do the same thing for everyone who believes in him and who will lay their life down to be a slave of righteousness and no longer a slave of sin. So yeah, I just wanted to encourage y'all with that. So sorry if my voice sounds scratchy. It's allergy season and I have been like coughing up a storm. It's actually really crazy. I've had like, not gonna lie, like three or four cough cough fits um, throughout this episode and I've had to stop like four or five times um but yeah you know we still move um so this is just my encouragement um I just pray that you know whoever's listening on the other end of this like you know that the thing that you want the thing that you desire the thing that like your heart may even feel like it aches for at times God knows those those desires and you are not alone in like the way that you're feeling everything that you're feeling like God has been through and he feels that way for you and your relationship with him you know so it's like my heart is burning for a relationship with another human man but I said that's so weird my heart is burning for a relationship with a with a man right a a, a man who loves Jesus but Like, I have to think about how much Jesus's heart is burning for my, for, for a relationship, a continued relationship with me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I have. It's like 1am and I have work tomorrow, so I gotta go to bed. Um, but I love you guys and thank you so much for listening. Bye friends.